Listen, if you're really excited, like, subscribe, and follow us. That'd be nice since we're not going anywhere. Yep. You could also, you know, if you find a story that you think we could possibly abuse into something entertaining or or lame, which we've been known to do too, uh, you can send that off to us at titr.netradio.network. And you can also comment, like register your disappointment that we're going to be back next week. <laughs> Anywhere you've heard us or seen us or whatever. Thank you. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Here we go. Oh, great. Don't try and cheer me up now. I'm in a terminal funk. This funk uh, will be terminal. Okay, no, I just want that one, so share this one. See that Pikachu? Okay, there's somebody trying to get into a door. Yep. He is using that. He's using, what is he using? I can't tell from here. It's a chainsaw. No, it's not. It's a chainsaw. You're right. It's a chainsaw. Oh. So, this is the moment a landlord cuts a hole in the door of a property to evict a tenant. Samuel Leeds, who claims to have built up a million-pound property portfolio, posted the video on X, formerly known as Twitter, on December 13th. I have a question. Yes. Just a technical thing. Yeah, go ahead. Um, according to the AP Stylistic Handbook, how long do we have to mention that X was formerly Twitter? Uh, apparently, forever. Until Elon sells it, I'm yeah, guessing? maybe. Oh, okay. 29-year-old said, today I had to evict somebody out of my property with a chainsaw. If they were at a if they were at a hotel and refused to check out, security would break entry within the hour. My lawyer suggested I send a certified bailiff, but I figured it was more fun doing it myself. Yeah, All that like way, him. just just for his, I'm just having fun, guys. Everybody relax. Kind of like him. <laughs> it's a great idea. I mean, he could use the bazooka, right? But he didn't. He did not. He showed restraint. A Brooklyn-based art collective. If I if I gave you the initials, you got a pen handy? No. Okay, you need something to follow these. MSCHF is the Brooklyn-based art collective. MSCHF. Yeah. They created a teeny tiny handbag that sold for $63,000 at auction this summer, according to CNN. It's a neon green bag. It measured less than 0. 0.3 hundredths inches wide. What are you going to keep in there? A little money? Yeah. <laughs> remember there. Remember the initials M S C H F. It's a bag modeled after the iconic Louis Vuitton bag called the On the Go Tote, but okay. it was not sanctioned by the designer because he probably couldn't see it. It was made using technology that prints three D micro scale plastic parts, and was sold with a microscope so that the owner can actually see it. M-S-C-H-F. If we were going to turn that into something we could say, it'd be mischief. $63,000. But they did, right, give you the microscope. So, Yeah, that's good. Um, I'll be right back. You know what the problem is, don't you? Hmm. 
I drink 20 ounces of coffee while I'm writing the portion of the show. And then during the show, I drink 20 ounces of tea. Yeah, I'll do it. I could drown in my own teepee. <laughs> Canberra doctors revealed they'd removed an eight centimeter round worm live and wriggling from no. the brain of a 64 year old Australian woman. I'm sticking with you. They said she'd most likely picked up the uh, carpet python parasite. Here's the name. Ready? Ophidoscaris robertsi. Yeah, I don't mm. care. It's delicky, no matter how you pronounce it. She apparently was foraging for warragal greens, an edib edible native plant at a lake near her home in New South Wales, and came into accidental contact with the snake's it's this why you don't go outside. <laughs> right? Woman you know, started... Try to explain to people. Started suffering from gut pain and diarrhea. Developed a fever, cough, and shortness of breath, along with a taste for small, live rodents. I was kidding about the last part. Nobody... Sort of. Yeah, they could be dead. <laughs> Nobody suspected a parasite was to blame until a year later... When her memory and thinking abilities started to go awry. Brain scans at Canberra Hospital revealed the culprit, and surgeons pulled the rapidly wriggling worm from the woman's brain, hastily transferring it to a pot and thwarting its repeated attempts to escape. Apparently, it can pick the lock. Good thwarting. Good. And doctors say the woman is recovering well and her progress is still being regularly monitored. Unfortunately, the critter did escape and is now residing in the brain of one of the politicians <laughs> in the Capitol, but they honestly don't know which one. It's kind of hilarious, though. Every time he's giving a speech, he always, he always has a an aquarium full of live mice right next to him, just in case. Need a quick snack. We watched that on V, didn't we? I think we did. The that's the image I keep seeing. Yeah. And oh, uh, I can't think of her name now. The lady that was the actress on Marina Firefly. Thank you. You're welcome. She's such a lovely young lady. I love her voice. Yes. And she ate a rat. The bra, it just. So I just don't watch V anymore, ever. Yeah. I watch Firefly, though. I do watch that a lot. Um, I just had my annual rewatching. Mm. Turns out the same. They cancel it at the end of the 13, but there's a cool movie at the end. See, and I watch the cycle at what? Every year, year and a half. The Bridge of Flowers. See, there are two. I only have two rituals. Okay. And both very religious. Um, I watch Firefly and Serenity at least okay. once a year. Mm -hmm. And I read, um, uh oh, it's called The Hammer of God. It's, I've heard uh, of this. It's a novella from, oh, Pastor Erickson is going to be so upset after he spent all that time. Portugal? No, turning it into English. He's uh, Swedish. The Moon. Bogertz wrote it. Oh. Okay. It's spectacularly well done. So those are the two things I always, well, that, and of course I have to watch. It's a wonderful life. There you go. Where was I now? Oh, Talking this about this rude. wonderful life we live. The Bridge of Flowers between Shelburne and Buckland, Massachusetts. Okay. Draws walkers from both cities to view the flora alongside this scenic footbridge. According to Mass Live, the Bridge of Flowers Committee is now asking residents to do one thing, please. Well, actually, to, to not do one thing, please. D don't scatter your loved one's ashes here. 
like that's going to stop them. According to the co-chair of the committee, Carol Angus, it's not healthy. The gardeners and volunteers are exposed to human remains and the leaves and roots of the plants are damaged. See, you had the same reaction I did. According to Angus, it's all very upsetting. No kidding. Like, you know, for the person who may have a loved one who just died and they're honoring their last request. I've got a last request to have my ashes sprinkled on her. See, I always wanted my ashes sprinkled on Valerie Bertinelli after a workout. Yep. <laughs> I wanted to hang around for a while, but yeah, I'm over that now. Are you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my wife for decades tried to explain to me why that was wrong, and one day <laughs> I just decided, yeah, that is wrong. I still don't think. But if it should happen, yeah, if it just—I mean, you know—I would chance. have no control over it because I'd be dead. Right. And very ashy if I were mm. cremated. There we go. Now, if I weren't cremated, that would be harder. Flump. <laughs> Mallory Bertinelli was killed by a dead guy today. Yeah, was, somebody. <laughs> Get this dipstick off of me. What the hell? Betty White would appreciate the humor. Thing. Yes, she would. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.